My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. Is America set up for a totalitarian takeover, such as described in the book of Revelation and elsewhere in the Bible? Also, the newest case of the normalization of pedophilia has presented itself this time on Amazon Prime. We're going to talk about that and so much more on today's Peck Report. everybody hope you're doing well uh yeah we live in a backwards disgusting hypocritical world and it seems like that's more and more the case every day now you know i don't want to throw us all into a despair here you know especially since it's such a beautiful morning outside and uh you know i want us all to uh, be able to find as much joy as we possibly can and you know and we, we don't ever want to lose that uh, it, the world lives in despair. You know, we don't want to live in despair like that. We have the joy of Jesus and, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit. So that that's what we should hold on to. But at the same time, we do need to talk about what's going on in our world, what, you know, why this is happening, how to prepare mainly. And the most important thing in all of this to remember, the, the only real way to prepare is make sure you're grounded in Jesus. And I know that's kind of like a cliched thing to say. Basically, all Christian pastors will, will say that nowadays, but sometimes things are a cliche because it's true. Um, more than ever, we need to be getting into Bible studies. We need to be learning about you know true salvation, what it really means to be rooted in Jesus. We need to, uh, if, there, if there are areas, which there are because we're human, if there are areas in our own lives, if there are things in our lives that are um, separating us, from Christ in some way, we need to take time to take care of that and ask the Lord for wisdom and, and strength to get through that stuff. He'll, he'll give it to you. He'll, he'll teach you and show you what he wants you to do. Um, and th that's the best way that we can prepare because if we, while we do need to, we, we, we should be talking about what's going on in the world and how to prepare and all that stuff. But if we fall into this mindset that we're, we're, we're just in despair all the time. You know, our, our whole lives are waking up, scrolling through Facebook. It's called doom scrolling for a reason. You know, just reading about all the bad stuff that's happening, just hate, hating the world more and more and more. And believe me, there's a lot to hate in the world, but I'm not saying that, you know, we should be in love with the thing, but you know what I mean? It's still a creation of God and he put us here for a reason. There, there is a lot of stuff to hate, but it's a matter of perspective. There's a lot of stuff to, uh, be blessed by as well. You know, the Lord has given us family 
family and church and, um, you know, just the body of Christ. There's a lot of blessings in that. We have to keep in mind because if we, if all we do is focus on the, on the bad stuff and we let it, we let it turn our hearts into stone, um, we're not going to be able to be used by Christ. I mean, we're, we're basically throwing our lives away at that point. So I want to bring that up because we're going to be talking about some, uh, upsetting things that are happening in the world, but I'm, I, in telling you that my goal isn't to just make you angry and hate filled, you know, cause there's a lot of stuff to love in the world too. Um, and, and like I said, it, but, but it's, it's not stuff from the world. That's the thing. It, it's, it's stuff from God that happens to be in the world as well. Um, like for example, uh, I, I have a cat that's <laughs> causing some trouble right now and being a little distracting. Uh, but you know, that, that cat, while it could be frustrating is a, is a gift from, is a gift from God. Um, but the, the things that the world produces, they're not things like cute animals and family members and, and, you know, the church body and stuff like that, that that's stuff directly from God. What the world produces what the world produces are things that we're going to be talking about today. Evil, hatred, uh, totalitarianism, pedophilia, uh, just sick and disgusting stuff. But that same hatred that runs people that, that, that you know, we, we read about and it makes us mad, don't fall into that same hatred. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Don't fall into the same anger and hatred um, and just soul-corrupting evil uh, that that these people allow to run their lives. That's the only reason they're totalitarian is because they're, they're hate filled. Uh, so we don't, we don't want to fall into that. You know, it, it's, there's nothing wrong with recognizing the problems that the world produces um, and to do so carefully. So we're prepared. We know what's, we know what's ahead, uh, but we don't want to let that corrupt our souls. And we don't, we don't want to, basically what I'm getting, we, we, we just, we don't want to live in hate and anger all day long. I, I uh, just recently tried to have a, and this happens a lot online. I, I'm getting to the point. I might just delete Facebook altogether and, and Twitter and all this stuff. Um, I don't think we're meant to live like that. You know, just being connected to so many people while we ignore our local communities and our families and stuff. Not saying I'm ignoring my family, but you know what I mean. Just at a, a, a wide scope of the world, like everybody's on social media and deals with that. But I was trying to have this conversation with somebody. I I, I saw one one woman had posted a question on her Facebook page, um, and you know it was on her own on her own wall, and. I was curious to know what people, how people were answering it. It was a biblical question. So I went and read the comments and it was really what it was. It was just a bunch of people like just, just hating, just spewing these hateful, hateful statements at this woman. Uh, apparently there seems to be some kind of history. I don't know. But from that post, all I saw was somebody asking a question and then getting hated on for it and, and just getting blasted. And, um, and I, I gathered that this woman is a Catholic, and then the people that were blasting her were Protestants. And I, I don't normally do this with people that I don't know, but I was curious about it. And, I, and it was weird that it just popped up in my newsfeed like that. But um, I commented and I, I said something along the lines of like, you know, why, why are you guys treating this woman like this? I, I don't understand. Is there some, you know, maybe there's some historical context here that I'm not aware of, uh, but 
you know, even if this woman is like the worst person in the world, why don't you just block her? You know, why, why, why even entertain? It just didn't make any sense because either, either she's totally innocent and in which case they're being jerks or she's rotten and evil and annoying and terrible in every way, which I didn't see anything to indicate that, but um, or that's the case, in which case these people should have just blocked her a long time ago, right? You know, why, why keep someone like that around? And um, one one guy fired back at me and uh, accused me. Well, he he asked if I was okay. We'll we'll be technical. He asked if I was a Catholic, but but he was it was kind of in one of you know those those that kind of accusing tone, you know. And I I disregarded the question because it just wasn't relevant. I'm not a Catholic, by the way, but. Um, it wasn't relevant to the conversation at all. And so I told him, you're, you know, why, why did my questions trigger, trigger you like that? And I, you know, I asked him several questions and made a couple statements about how, you know, when we, when we act like that online, it hurts our witness and, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't represent Jesus that way. And so then he wrote back and, and said something like, well, you could have asked questions, but you're just making a lot of assumptions. And, and, and it was a lot of this stuff. So that was when I was realized, okay, this is not somebody who's going to have a reasonable, logical conversation because I did ask a lot of questions and it's, it's, it, there's no point in trying to continue this. So I told the guy, um, I did ask questions, but, but it's, it's, it's okay. You know, never mind. Um, this conversation is fruitless and I'm not really interested in it anymore. God bless. And then, oh, oh here's something too. When you get into these conversations online, always let them have the last word because they're going to, they're going to goad you and try to make you have the, try, try to, try to make you want to have the last word. So that's what happened with this guy. He's like, oh, I see, I see how it is, you know, j- just hit and run or, you know, something like that. And, you know, just let him have it. Who cares? But the point is, I think these people, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think these people keep this woman around because it's somebody they can hate because th- this woman really wasn't firing back a whole lot of insults. You know, it, it wasn't like a big insult fest. Um, she, she, she was, you know, responding with, with scripture and stuff. And, you know, she, she, she had a couple little, little, ti- like kind of snarky things like, you know, something like you know what what is everybody scared to answer my questions about the you know so it's like okay but but still it wasn't um nearly on the level as what she was receiving but i think these people keep her on because it's it's somebody to it's somebody to fling hate at you know now why she isn't blocking them i have no idea like i said after that i um uh I commented on a couple of her um, posts about it. And we, we talked a little bit about like the new Jerusalem and stuff. And, um, then I called it a night. So I don't know, but I, I think that it's easy for us to find enemies in, in everybody. But when we do that, when we do that within the church, because I, I don't care if you call yourself Catholic or Protestant, it shouldn't matter. What really matters is who is your savior? Is Jesus Christ the savior or not? And then, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll tack on more to that. Like, well, are they following the real Jesus? You know, well, they, they pray to Mary. Yeah, they do. And they shouldn't do that. And they shouldn't pray to dead people either. Um, does that negate their salvation though? You know, because the Bible seems to be pretty clear that what saves people isn't our works. 
and it, it, it's it's our it's our acceptance of Jesus as our Savior, and thank God for that. I I don't want to be saved by my works. I mean, I I never make it. Neither would you. But he saves us from the damnation that our sins bring on. So those sins are they not forgiven if they, you know, if they accept Jesus? And some might say, yeah, but those that that's past sin. That's that's not a boat you want to be in because we all sin every day, and you know it. You're not perfect. Um, that doesn't mean that it's okay to live in sin, but what it means is. Uh, it, it, my view of it is um, if they believe in Jesus, then they're saved. Just that's it. Uh, now, with the doctrinal, more, you know, the theological stuff, I think they're being deceived. You know, I, I, I don't think that it's correct or, or right or appropriate to pray to past loved ones uh, or, or Mary or, or anything like that. So now it becomes a theological issue. It, be, it becomes something that we can talk about and even debate. And there's some, there's some really good debates on online about that kind of stuff. Um, but we can do that in love and respect. And that's how the other person is going to hear it. Nobody is going to be convinced by just being insulted. I mean, have you ever been convinced by somebody who just insults you? You know, we, we watch, this is something we're going to talk about in a little bit, but we watch these videos about, these people who wear masks just totally bashing people who don't wear masks. Do you think those people not wearing masks, do you think that they're convinced by the bullying? Like, that's never going to convince anybody. So what what is the motivation here? Is your motivation to be right, or is your motivation to actually um, teach somebody truth? And those two things are very different. Because... I, I should say, you know, is your motivation to be perceived as right? You know, because some people, they're so forceful with it. They don't really care what the truth is. They just care that they can convince themselves that they really let you have it, you know, because it, it it's it's like they get some sort of power over you uh, and they, they feed on that. And those are people to absolutely avoid uh, and and not have anything to do with, not have anything any fellowship with, uh, and that that's why I would say that that woman should block these people. Anybody who treats her like that, should, they should be blocked. Um, and we should block people like that too, because they can they can tempt us into sin, and that's what happens. It happens all the time online. Um, they tempt us into the sin of pride by trying to get us into an argument with them online over some non salvational issue. So we don't want to do that. Um, let's get to today's story. The, the first thing that I want to show you, so all, all that stuff aside about, like, I, I'm not trying to steal your joy here. There's still a lot, you know, just, just there's still a lot to, to love in the world, but there's um, a lot of stuff to hate, and here here's, here's one of them. And, you know, the main reason, again, that I'm showing this, it, it isn't to inspire hatred and anger, but it, it's to hopefully inspire change. That that's really what's important. I mean, I, I've been seeing so many people posting about, you know, save the children, save our children, and I, I love that. I think that's great, and I really pray that doesn't lose steam, um, because actual actual change can come from this. So, 
you, you guys are doing amazing and keep it up because you know the, the world needs it. Um, but I just recently posted this. Uh, and by the way, if you missed last week, I do have a new movie coming out called Silent Cry. So I ask all of you when you post to use the hashtag Silent Cry, hashtag Silent Cry. You can see it down here. Um, if it has anything to do with, uh, you know, child abuse or, or trafficking or the normalization of pedophilia, anything like that, please add Silent Cry to your, um, hashtags. So, I saw I saw this online, and this is important too. It's it's always good to um, vet things before you post about it. I saw somebody who had searched the word "understanding" in Amazon Prime, and they showed a little video of it. But because it's the world we live in, any video can be faked. So I wanted to do it for myself to make sure. Instead of just sharing that video, I wanted to make sure that it was real, and it is. So I wrote, I'll show you the pictures in a minute, but I wrote, if you search the word understanding in Amazon Prime, which is a pretty common word, this is the first result. As shown in the second picture, it has terrible ratings, so it's not showing up because it's popular. It also makes clear right off the bat that it doesn't seek to condemn or vilify pedophiles because that's what they're concerned with, apparently, making victims out of the abusers. This is an attempt by certain people in our society to condition the rest of us to first accept, then tolerate, then celebrate pedophilia, and this is how they do it. Uh, they try to convince us that pedophiles can't help it, that, that it's a natural sexuality, and that we must respect the plight of the pedophile. And if you refuse, you're a bigot and deserving of all the hatred that used to be heaped upon the pedophiles themselves. They're being called a stigmatized group. It's being normalized at an astounding pace. Don't fall for their tricks and lies. These are evil people. They are. And, and, you know, I think when it gets to the point where you're either abusing children or fantasizing about the abuse of children, because if some want to say, well, they're not offending pedophiles, that's still offensive. You know, if they're, if they're attracted to minors, what is the attraction? It, it, it's sexual, right? Well, any sexual contact between a an adult and a child is rape. So they're fantasizing about rape. They're still fantasizing about the rape of, of children that, that, that is still offending. It's still evil. It doesn't matter if they enact that in the physical world or not, it's still evil, <clears throat> but our culture is trying to make it out to be that the, the, these, this is just a mental disorder because when you look at these pictures, you know, you just, and you can do this for yourselves. Type in understanding in, in Prime. And this is the first thing that comes up. You know, not, not any of these under, other things that might make more sense. Understanding cats, understanding Waco, you know, new understanding the science of psilocybin. Okay. So like a drug movie. Um, understanding the opioid epidemic, neuroscience, understanding the brain. You know, really any of those would make more sense at the top than this. I pedophile understanding the mental disorder. So they're claiming right off the bat that it's a mental disorder under, and under, understanding it. Not, not, not is this a mental disorder, but just understanding the mental disorder. And here's what it says about the movie. It says, pedophiles have long been the most demonized people in society. New research is showing that understanding the condition and addressing it are the first steps in lowering instances of child sexual abuse. Oh my gosh, can you believe that? Yeah, be, being being softer on the pedophiles, that's, that's the way to do it. Um, this documentary, see, see, this is one of those instances where 
actually demonizing somebody for for their for their so-called feelings or their so-called beliefs that that is when it's appropriate it's not appropriate within the church you know with other christians because we because look when somebody has a different rapture view they're not hurting any children with that right they're not hurting anybody and they can be convinced otherwise i i certainly have been so that's not the same thing as here because because i i can just i can I can just hear the comments now. People are going to say, "Well, you know, Josh is a hypocrite because he's he's saying we should hate pedophiles, but he doesn't he doesn't want you to hate people that, um, you know, in his camp." And that's not what it's about. People in my camp, they're not hurting kids. Like there's there's no physical abuse going on. If somebody in my camp was hurting kids, then I would throw them in this camp, in the pedophile camp. You know where it's perfectly acceptable to to hate what they do because it's a crime, it's a sin and and it's a, it's it's probably it, can you think of a worse sin? Um it's it's the worst sin of all. And even by biblical standards, it's deserving of uh the death penalty. But we have people in this culture that want to soften this. So talk about hypocrisy. These people want to scream and yell at people for not wearing a mask because they might hurt other people. But for the pedophile, well, it's okay. As long as you, we'll, we'll trust that you don't act on it. We're going to trust that you don't act on it. See, so talk about hypocrisy. That's, using the the same standard and judging two people differently. You know, my, my standards are different. You know, the, the the standards of like when to, you know, when it's appropriate to be angry, you know, with somebody to the point that you might talk bad about them or something. Um, but this documentary is trying to say that the first steps in lowering instances of child sexual abuse is to understand this as a mental disorder that is not going that's not going to do anything except embolden pedophiles and i'm i'm just going to say this one thing and i'm going to leave it out there but there was a time that homosexuality was listed as a mental disorder is it listed as that anymore nope so if that same trend follows and this was listed as a mental disorder I would suspect given the track records of these people who make these decisions give it enough time it'll be taken out uh it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be removed as a mental disorder because it'll be seen as offensive and instead there'll be um people talking about tolerance we have to tolerate it and that will move into celebration we have to celebrate it and already in a lot of ways it's it's being celebrated so it says this documentary this is what they're concerned with this documentary does not seek to vilify or condemn pedophiles or to undermine the concerns and fears of parents or society not one mention of the children that are abused because the only problem, see, see, to them, the problem is the parents or the society, because this is a stigmatized group. There's no mention in here of them being concerned with 
the, the, the victims, the children themselves, the children who are traumatized by these monsters. No mention whatsoever. You know, we, we don't want to vilify or condemn pedophiles or to undermine the concerns and fears of parents or society as if those are the only two issues here. Totally ignoring the children. And that's what they do. They make victims out of the abusers. And they find it easy to do that because pedophiles don't affect them. You know, they, they don't affect these people. Most, a lot of them don't have kids. Um, you know, a lot of the people that are making these decisions. Um, and they haven't been affected by, you know, a pedophile themselves. So that happened. <laughs> but th this is one example of many that we've we've talked about before on the show. Um, many examples talking about how they are very quick to demonize you if you're a Christian or if you're pro-American, if you're conservative, um, if you want to hold on to your, your rights as an American citizen. Oh yeah, you'll be you'll be mocked. Uh you you'll be you'll be uh berated. You'll be hated by these people. But they will run real quick to the defense of the pedophile. It, it reminds me of of, you know, the scene in the Bible where Jesus is standing trial and the mob is screaming out how they want the murderer back, you know, cuz cuz the, the choice was given, do you want do you want Jesus released or do you want uh Barabbas? And and Barabbas was a murderer, and the mob is just screaming that they they want Jesus condemned and they want Barabbas back into the society. I think that was a prophecy because that's what we're living in today. Um, it's it's insane. Uh, we do have a lot more to talk about. We are going to we're going to have to make this members only, unfortunately, because YouTube will delete it because of some of the things that we're going to have to talk about. Um, I, I have, I've already kind of taken a chance even mentioning masks, but um, we're, we're, we do have more to talk about. Uh, we have to talk about the totalitarianism side of this whole thing. So we talked about who these people protect. Well, who are they against and what what tactics do they take against us? What are we going to see in the future? Uh, so we got to talk about that. YouTube will delete it, so we're going to have to do members only. Go to dailyrenegade.com and become a member. It is only $10 a month or $100 a year. I suggest getting the $100 a year because uh, you get two months for free that way, and you only have to pay for it once, and you don't have to think about it for a whole other year. So that's a good deal, two months for free. And uh, and please do. please Please share daily renegade around with your friends and family we have lost a lot of members due to covid and people just not being able to afford it anymore even the ten dollar a month um members and uh our you know, daily renegade has really taken a hit because of it and just to be totally honest and frank with you i don't know how much longer we can uh survive so please um keep sharing daily renegade content try to you know please sign up if you haven't already Ask your friends to sign up. Um, we're, yeah, we're 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 gonna keep going as long as we can. But you know, most importantly, keep us in prayer, and um, ask that you know, just ask for God's direction in this in this whole thing for for myself and for everybody who uh, works here. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna call it good for 
people viewing for free. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll move into members. So members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much. And until next time, take care and God bless. Thank <laughs> you.